Hey everybody, welcome back. This is the Weekly DLC. Uh, we are a podcast that records or publishes every Monday um, and we bring you nerdy news. Uh, we do each of the three hosts, myself, Karosh, joined Daniel. by Daniel and Daniel. And what we do is each of us brings up a topic and we kind of go over into it. Usually it's a nerdy topic, either movies, games, comics, and we just have fun and hope you do too. Nerds. Nerds. So... Jang, you want to start us up this week, right? Yep. And What's it's your topic? Brand spanking news today. Woo. Game of Thrones. What do you Winter got? is coming in the summer. <laughs> summer is coming up. July sixteenth. So, July sixteenth. Twenty seventeen. Yeah. So you want to you want to go into what about it? So Four there's gonna be spoilers, and if you haven't watched Game of Thrones yet, shame, shame, shame. <laughs> so okay, so. So yeah, this is we're going to be talking going forward from whatever the last season was, which was what six. Yes. Well, anyway. yeah. So any, so if you haven't caught up to Game of Thrones, which shame on you. Yeah, shame. Again, <laughs> shame. We'll, put, we'll put it in the thing, but yeah, this is pretty much going forward from everything going on in the show, as Jenks said. So I have a couple predictions. Okay. One. Who do you think? Okay, wait. Before we start, okay. Which house do you guys represent? Um, House Stark. You go, you go, Vargas. I guess I'd have to say, um, what was it? Is it Targaryen? Is um, Targaryen? Targaryen. Targaryen is the the dragons, right? It's yeah. I, I'd go with it, uh, even though it's like, technically one person. Right now, it is more. <laughs> there's yeah, half there, brother. There, there's other two people. There's rumors, and I think they more or less ninety nine percent confirm. It's tough for me. I like. The Lannisters? Yeah. No, I like... I, I have this weird thing with the Greyjoys. I like... Yeah. <laughs> they're weird. and they're But they're coming up. They're coming they're up, but coming I, up. I, I think my my, in, my interest in them is more um, based on the books. Because there's some mm-hmm. badass characters in the books okay. that I want them to bring to the show. Have you got caught, Are you caught up on the books? Or? Yeah. Oh, wow. So there's... James also got him. No, no, no. I mean, stuck he wishes. I thought you started. What? <laughs> it was Potter you were reading. Yes. Damn. I mean, still yeah. finished Potter. That. Okay, that's another He's, topic. The then. thing is, though, the thing you gotta understand is, like, I can't talk crap on this guy for reading slowly, is because he will write notes right. every single <laughs> sentence. Like, that's cool. You look at his book, and it's extended outward with a bunch of tabs. So, True. like, I can't really, you know. Yeah, no. Time pro- props to you for that. I usually just like power through books. As yeah, possible. exactly. That's what I do too. So when I'm like. I said I read a book. It's it, in a day. It's gone, you know. Yeah. But, it's but good. the only thing that the show um, hasn't shown yet, like it's shown everything that's happened in the books, mm-hmm. minus a lot of like subplots. But there's this like badass character um, that's sort of like Viking esque with the Greyjoys. For Honor. He, yeah, he's very <laughs> For Honor. Um, and I want to see him in the show. And he's like my main reason. I'm like, yeah, like that Ironborn kick. Like I, I now see why they kick ass. Before it was Theon, and I was like, he's just like a punk. There was like a, agent of chaos. There was a character that they barely introduced in the show, but I guess she was in it long before. It's the Mormont, the little girl. Oh yeah, that girl. So I guess she was introduced way earlier in the books, but they just barely introduced her. Yeah, in the show. She's, I mean, it's been a good timing for it. She's been kicking ass. Um, yeah, so that's that's the house I feel I'm closely. If not them, it's probably Stark. I enjoy. I feel like I'm loyal. I, you know, I predict. What's up? Littlefinger is gonna get the throne. I don't know why or how he's gonna write that in, but it's for some strange reason, I have this weird, eerie feeling. I think he's dying in the back right now. Like not dying, like, but like 
his story has like faded away from the main. But he controlled oh. so much. I think he's still. Yeah, I think he his his momentum is gone. Yeah. Based on what happened last, where Sansa goes more mm-hmm. towards John. But I think there's still something he's he's gonna maneuver this. You know, in such a way where it'll pull him yeah, closer. Yeah, he's not gone, and he's. I mean, he's. This is his type of character. Like he comes out of nowhere, um, and and you find out like he never comes like goes to the front lines, but you find out that this guy's pretty much been controlling like or he's, doing a lot of things. You're like, holy crap, this guy's bigger. He's the than cause of all this chaos. Yeah, you know, and so it, it's I'm true already. that he could come out of nowhere, but I mean, as of right now, it just seems like he's busy and what he's doing right now. His my, own thing. My, he's, a lot of it is personal for him. Like he just wants to. He does want to be top dog, but he wants certain people with him, and that's his major thing right now is getting those people with him. I think he, that was his thing, my opinion. But I think in the show, he's kind of like, it's gonna be like that, all right? And he's gonna be like, it's gonna be on my terms whether you want to join me now right, okay. with those people. But I can see, I can see it going the way you're saying too. I I agree with Jang. I, I agree with you, but I think it's gonna be like one of those things where he's like. Did it, and it's gonna be like a split second, mm. and then like Arya's just gonna come out of nowhere, Ooh. RKO him. She's gonna do that face. Thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> John Cena's face. Yeah. <laughs> you can't see. Me. You know about John. He's the, he's the leader of the the house of uh, the people with no name face. What? Whatever. You can't I feel see. like uh, John Snow is gonna definitely ride a dragon. That'd be badass. The third person, I feel for some reason, I think Tyrion's gonna ride a dragon. I can see it. I just, I don't know why, but I feel like it's just so unexpected. And he's like the Anthony Bourdain of the Game of Thrones world. Tyrion Come on, eating food and yeah, midget talking okay. about Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage reviewing destiny, reviewing food, <laughs> different parts of uh, Westeros. Yeah, it, it, it's probably like in my opinion, like it's either gonna. I my theory up until this last season was always. That intro credit where they showed mm-hmm. the little like world thing is mm-hmm. gonna be the closing. It's gonna be a part of the <laughs> world, and that's gonna be like, whoa! This was always a story being told. It, were, it was a chess game this whole time. <laughs> or something, something that, like just it'll like tie it up. Be like, and that was the song of fire. It's like and aliens ice. playing, like <laughs> moving the pieces. You're like, shit. Play the, a Civ was... Five mod. <laughs> um, no, but I thought, and then the, this last season when. Um, I'm forgetting some of these characters' names. Uh, John's friend, the the one that went to the old town, t- Samuel. Samuel, Tar- yeah, Tarly. Yeah. When he went to there, one of the hanging things in that library was the game that map oh. thing at the intro. Oh. And I was like, okay, I that's where that plays it in. Yeah, if you go back and check it out, you'll see it. So my new theory is we're gonna, and this is also based on not much, but it'd be cool. Is we're gonna sort of get like a Lord of the Rings thing mm-hmm. where. Um, it's gonna end with like in a tale there and back again, but with like Tyrion Lannister <laughs> writing this story and like putting it into the book and like maybe handing it to Sam to put in the library or something, or something, or maybe his grandkid or I don't know. There's a really cool theory about Bronn where he goes back in time to save his dad, but he's the cause of the Mad King hearing those voices. Bronn. Yeah. Bran. Bran. Bran is the the mercenary. Okay, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, okay. what the hell's yeah. Bran doing? Time Brandon, job. Brandon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, that I agree with that. that was, so he goes back in time to save his father, but he causes this whole mess. So go for it. I don't know because he's doing the he's being he's the being third the, the third eyed raven right now. He's like three eyed crow. Three eyed raven. Three eyed. Three eyed. Not third. Eyed. Not third eyed blind. Bye bye. Two eyed. Regular, <laughs> regular raven. <laughs> so. I don't like it does show obviously like and I think this is where the rumors come from is is he does 
essentially go back in time and he does cause things to happen. But it's like they were like, it's sort of Terminator esque where it's like. Time loop. Yeah, like John Connor sends. Um, what's his, his name? Dad or... Yeah, what was his dad's name? Sends uh, just his dad. Okay. Yeah, his dad. He <laughs> sends him back in time to have him, make him as a child or protect his mom. But then, as a result, he is ma- it, it makes him. So it's like if you didn't send him back in time, then you would never have been born, and you would never have sent him back. Yeah, yeah. This loop. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like that's the, what very much what Brand did, where it was like this loop that happened. And right, I agree with you, where it's like that he's pro- there's a high chance that they probably like are gonna have Brand be like. You had to set these things in motion in the past to get to the where you are in the future because you're all present. Like you're like this godlike figure mm-hmm. which is like existing in all time. So I think that'll be kind of sad because it kind of it affects him so personally and he has to remove himself out of that. But at the same time he's like, This is the responsibility I bear. So if they do go that direction, I think it'll carry a lot like the Hodor thing oh. already carried a lot of weight and shock. What what blows my mind is is the fact that like so when you're, you're storytelling at least when George R R Martin is, is storytelling he has to like keep these ideas in his brain like he's writing them down you know he's like he's got to write a story and like I don't know if he figures out like this is what I'm gonna do this is Hodor's story I have to write everything around this or he's writing everything around it and here's Hodor's story like it's just that it's just I just seems so hard to tell this story when he's world building I just I'd love to see a documentary that just go like he just, just describes just his sitting in his chair doing nothing <laughs> or it's just sitting <laughs> it's another just... episode of Logan is just constantly sitting <laughs> <in the bike. laughs> um, but yeah I just want to see his his thought process of like yeah like you said how does he does he create the greater outline and kind of build from there? Yeah, or does he create these cool little niches of these and he, aspects like, build and he stories to them? <laughs> Jesus, man. Like It just seems so hard because it's such a cool story. And yeah. I, I, I remember reading that I guess someone had, had, had like figured out how Hoarder's name happened before... Like episode? yeah, he like tweeted it out, and George R. R. Martin said something of like, "We need to send assassins." No, no, he said something of like, "You're you're pretty close" or whatever, and it was it was on the die. It wasn't yeah, even yeah. pretty close. He was on the die. Just I mean, I, it's a, it's a pro con, but like to his like writing, how 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 long it's taking him to get a book out at a mm-hmm. time. But I kind of felt bad because it's like the show is now ahead of the books yes. in, in pretty much every way almost. And this is his creation for like decades and ago. And now it's and he's losing. Thing. I mean, he's not losing, but this he like you don't. He doesn't get that impact when you read the book and you get the mm-hmm. if there is a Hodor scene, which I'm sure it is. Like the impact of reading that scene, mm-hmm. the show now did it. So I wonder how his feelings are. If it bothers him, if it doesn't bother him, maybe he's like, it's all my product. Yeah, because mainly from this point on, it is now becoming like whatever the writers making the show want it to be. Yeah. So it could be not even as amazing as it was before. That's yeah. Or it could be even better. I mean, who or knows? And better. he's now like changing his yeah. book because but of the show? Of, because of a sense of this, I, I know for sure I will read these books because it's going to be essentially two different stories. Yeah. You know? Obviously, I, reading up to this point will be all the same. Well, similar. And then from that point on, it could be... Um, I'm hoping he goes a different route. Like, he makes it a different story than what So, the, some the of the is. stuff, like, having read them, it's been a while, granted. One in, books one and two follow the show. The show follows the books very, very closely. Mm-hmm. One is almost, like, exactly the same. Two, they take a few things that are different. 
from that point on, little stories start diverging left and right, and decisions are a little bit more pivoted with, mm-hmm. like, maybe two characters don't get involved, maybe a different two characters get involved. Like, Podrick isn't with Brienne, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, no, maybe he's... I, I forget. But there was some stuff where it's, like, the order of events are a little different, and that affects stuff. Other characters that aren't even in the show, like, um, for the books, like, Catelyn Stark has a, a larger role yeah. uh, that gets divulged in and still kind of like left hanging. Mm-hmm. But the, the show, I think they've for all intents and purposes have said that this will not work in our version of this story. And I'm like, now you're, there's a totally different vibe now because these characters have such, he's delved so much into mm-hmm. them and their history that it's like, you're now just telling a different story. And I'm like, <laughs> whoa. So yeah, we might get two, two totally different products. And then maybe one day in the far far future we'll get another retelling of Game of Thrones oh. that's accurate to the <laughs> no, wait, actually, Full Metal Alchemist did that where it's like while the manga was coming out yeah they did the regular one and then they diverged and then they went back and redid it they're mm-hmm. gonna make prequels and dude the prequels sound a lot more exciting yeah the stuff I, that happened before wait, I prequels love for, for Game, Game of Thrones, Thrones. Okay. this events that happened before like stuff. during the war right yes. the Mad King and the all three that dragons stuff. I think the, the, there's talk of like maybe doing the Duncan Egg st- short stories, which were back like they kind of like this this knight and squire that travel across the land, and then they kind of come across these larger characters that are famous. Aegon Targaryen. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it should be. I think. I mean, so they've said that they're doing shorter seasons. Mm-hmm. These last two, there's, and two they, there's two more seasons. So when they saw the release date for July sixteenth. They were saying that the, they didn't have a definitive number for what this next season's episodes will be, but they'll be having 15 total between okay. these next two seasons. So how so it breaks okay. down, how long these so episodes are. Like seven and eight? or Yeah, it could be. Or it could be like the, the, the finales of each one is like a half hour longer and seven and a half and seven and a half. Or I don't know. There's a lot they could do, and I feel like they're going to just. And be... that's the end, though. Like, yeah. there's two more seasons, and, that's it? and literally what they were saying is like they're breaking this last season into two, mm-hmm. two seasons to make it longer. No, no, there were supposed to be two more seasons, but instead of ten episodes for each season, they're just going to do like seven and eight, and one oh, okay. and seven and eight okay. and the other. Okay. So milking that money. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they might have their pl- pl- plot plot. Plot reasons, but yeah, it could also be that. A lot of shows are doing the whole half season, yep. come back, Breaking half season. Oh. Is, yeah, the writer's strike, I think, was a part of that. Anyway, <laughs> I think, I'm excited. It's a stop launch. Hype storm. Yeah, hype. It's going to be fun. Shame. Next subject? What yeah. Were you All right, about, so. I'm <laughs> a little late. The, we're going to switch gears. We're, yeah, switch. <laughs> Damn. I got here. I did it subconsciously. Um, last week, I think we talked about like the Switch was just about to come out for Nintendo. And now Someone's that this... has gotten it. I got a Switch. <laughs> and I've been, I've been playing a little bit. And I kind of want to just not so much uh, talk about any specific game, which I'm sure we'll get into. But I kind of want to talk about the console and the hardware as a whole. Um, my impressions, maybe your thoughts on what you've seen and what I, you know, you guys played a little bit with mine, just like toyed around with it. Um, we have it here right now. Um, but overall, I mean, so I got it and I've granted it's, so one of the things that's been pushing as a switch is that it can switch between so many modes. Like you can play handheld mode, you can play like desk mode where it's like kickstand on the table. You can play in TV 
I mean, you, uh, maybe two or three other ways. And then switch axe. Yeah, yeah. switch axe. <laughs> Spirit cage. <laughs> but I've almost exclusively thus far been playing handheld. Handheld. Because not attached to the TV. Not attached to the TV. And for me, going into it, I was like seeing all the marketing and everything, and I was like, this. I mean, they keep pushing that this is a home console. It's meant to travel and be versatile, but that's not its intended like main purpose. But that for me feels the best. Like I've t- tinkered a little bit with some of the other modes, and they're like, eh, it's okay. And I and also from reading that the TV mode tends to drop in or is a little bit more inconsistent in its quality. Like the, it, I don't know what it is internally, but like uh, for instance with Zelda, they were saying that while the frame rate might be a little bit higher and the quality might bump up a little bit in power, it's in, more inconsistent with the frame rates because of whatever reason. So I'm like. I'll just stick to handheld because I can play on the couch, goof around, and I get this quality, like, gameplay experience because I'm getting, like, console, like, home console level quality graphics, like Wii U or anything, and I'm playing it in my hands. And mm-hmm. I'm like, this is amazing. This is what I wanted the 3DS to be. The 3DS <laughs> was already amazing. Um, so, that was one thing. So, the modes, I bought a Pro Controller, and I think that's what's really going to get me to play some of the other like setups a little bit more yeah. because I didn't really want to play Joy-Cons like at the whole nunchuck thing um, no chicken mode? I did a little bit you I know saw, I saw <laughs> it was nice I got a grip but I don't think I'm going to be playing long sessions of this in that mode yeah. it feels more comfortable in the handheld and the I got to give this Pro Controller props it is feels so good like I want I found out you can play it with PC um, mm. you can just hook it up to your PC or your Android or a couple of other devices, so I'm like, this is a very versatile, cool controller. Feels good. Got a weight to it. I kind of wish they did that purple. It was the mm. old Nintendo purple. Oh yeah, they might come out with it because you know they tend to always come out with accessories, and yeah. they might come out with different versions. More more reasons. Uh, to I take know for money. sure. Like, I mean, I have it here in my hands. He brought yeah. it in. Um, had I not bought an Oculus that came with an Xbox controller, Xbox One controller, mm-hmm. I would probably would have picked this up for my PC yeah. if this did, does for PC for sure I think it should be easy to set up like it's a USB-C to USB Mm -hmm. uh, regular like default 2 2 2.0 whatever Um, so I think the setup should be hard I haven't tried it yet so I'll let you know but that the hardware feels nice it feels sleek it doesn't feel like how the Wii U gamepad did like I like the function that they were touching upon and you can kind of tell the design intent they were going for Mm -hmm. from that where they were like you kind of want it portable, but it's not fully portable. Yeah. It's like, oh, you can play in the bathroom, or you can play in a different room, or you don't even need a TV. I saw this photo of the Wii U where it's like, this guy was at an airport. He just plugged his Wii U to the outlet at the airport, and he just had the gamepad. He's playing. <laughs> Imagine just that, but less luggage in the not yeah. an outlet. So. I thought, like, this is the more fully realized idea of what they were going for there. And one thing is, um, do you, at least for you with having the dock, do you dock it to charge? I have not yet. So you, you can, so it has a it has a wire you can just plug right in to that. To yeah, the I mean wireless. it's got a port a USB C port much okay. like the controller. Okay, cool. Um, and I just have my de- so I play mostly at my desk or like my PS4 and PCR, and I just have a USB C that I just plug okay. in. Okay, I wasn't sure if they came with a wire in or you had to dock it at all times. It it came with both. Okay. Um, I have my dock set up where it's right by my TV, which is in a different room. So I'm like, if I do want to play there, I'll just. Switch it in there, and I've heard issues with the dock. Yes, I've heard issues in general. That's that was one so of the things I was talking about. You never just just at, we're docked for now. Have you docked your thing at all? Once. Okay. 
But I, I was I careful. These, yeah, I was very careful with like the spacing. I yeah. Know. So the, what you're alluding to is the scratching, it right? Scratches. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean it's gonna happen probably at some point. But I ordered a screen protector, nice. so I'm like, eh, it'll be fine. Um, I think uh, touching on the issues. So like going into that a bit, there are a lot of issues and lack of information. Like it, it doesn't feel fully software realized. Yeah. Um, the issue wise, there's the what you what you guys mentioned the dock potential scratching. People just having issues, it not responding, like mm-hmm. glitching up and freezing. I'm like, I hope to God that doesn't happen to me anytime soon. Um, yeah, one, yeah, definitely. Um, and then the the main one that I've been hearing, which I think has been happening mostly with Zelda, is people playing the Joy-Con mode, and uh, where it's like the individual nunchucks essentially, and your le- the left Joy-Con loses connection oh, for so whatever it's reason. It's just one of them. It's all. It's been ninety percent of the time with every account that I've heard an article I've read. It's the left Joy-Con. Like they're they're running with Zelda and or Link, and he just goes off a cliff because he they couldn't control it anymore. Press X. <laughs> but I don't know what it is. I think it's. I think they're gonna maybe have to do a recall on the left Joy-Con, or hopefully it's a software thing. I really hope it's a software. Thing. I know that they did. Uh, they did mention at least the disconnectivity on the Joy-Cons. They were talking about don't put it next to an aquarium. That's the biggest thing. <laughs> yeah. I obviously have aquarium just lying around. It's just the mass to, U.S. population. Next to the switch that I haven't picked up yet. You know, so. <laughs> no, and then they said some other things too, but I don't think that's the case because it, it could be where people, you know, it, it might be to a point where people get co- so comfortable playing the game that they kind of move away from the system, possibly. Possibly, it just seems know. like it's happening so frequently yeah. that it's more of an issue of the the device than it is the mm-hmm. circumstances. And to the credit of these controllers, they've been, like, lightly pushing this whole, like, HD rumble, haptic feedback, whatever. The, the, the one-two-switch games, they, they've been stressing. It's like a demo of it. And they, like, you can... F- it, it simulates, like, how many ice cubes are in this, like, controller, quote-unquote. And you can genuinely feel, like, multiple ice cubes. Oh, like, wow. The, the, how it uh, relays that is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So... That's pretty cool, but the one of the downsides of that is this thing has like you get the base console and there's like a bajillion accessories, which some of them feel like the pro controller necessary, and they cost they have their own costs. So by the end of the day, you're spending not two fifty, you're spending close to like four hundred for like the total package. So the, the system itself was two fifty. Yeah, the console was two fifty. The game, so I got the special edition Zelda, which was the cartridge, and then like the carrying case, which I was like, oh, I was gonna get one anyway, so I might as well get the Zelda one, um, and that was another hundred, so three fifty, and then the Pro controller was eighty. So, so you got the special edition Zelda uh, Switch, or you're talking no, about no. Zelda? No, oh, no. So I got okay. the regular Switch, which was like the black controllers. They had the other one. I didn't care for it because it was like the one color. Yeah, it was like blue and red, and I'm like on, this on is, Joy-Cons. Yeah, on the Joy-Cons. You're right. I, Sorry. I don't know. I'm. I like that. I just I like to be unique. I mean, not I like that. Unique. Obviously, it's it's gonna sell so well that I eventually I, it won't be a unique item. But right. I just think it's cool. I agree. I just wish they did blue and red by itself. Like I think it's mm-hmm. gonna give me more OCD. I'm like I'm missing a controller or I'm like whatever. <laughs> that would bother me. But I know for some people it doesn't, and it does look good. Like I might one day if I need another Joy-Con, I'll probably get the blue ones because I like the blue. Mm-hmm. It's got a cool look to it. Um, Touching a bit more on the um, games, actually. So people have been complaining a bit or criticizing Nintendo for not having a strong lineup. All you need is Zelda. And (laughs) that's... I agree. I think the big point is a lot of people are thinking that, like, you need 
20, 30 games at launch to kind of like to ensure the success of a mm-hmm. game because not every game is for everyone. But I think Nintendo is is playing a different game in that they're they're wanting to highlight. They don't want to shoot each other in the foot because mm-hmm. a lot of these games that they're releasing at launch are first party. Yeah. There's the one two switch. There's Zelda, and then there was like Bomberman, which is Konami, and I think one or two other games. There wasn't. There was literally like a handful. Um, and they were like, we're going to give these games their time to shine. And they deserve that time to shine, given the time and effort they put in, the quality they put in these games. Nintendo, with their IP, is like phenomenal. And if you've been reading the news or reading anything, you know how great Zelda is. And we're, we're going to go into that in a bit. But yeah, you gotta you you don't want it to hurt. Like, imagine like five other games came out with this. Like, yeah. let's say, uh, I don't know... Um, was some third, like FIFA came out and like caught like a Call of Duty came out like these third party games that are, are like with it and like no one like everyone be like I'm playing Zelda so then those sales would hurt and they'll be like I'm never gonna work with, like we we can't sell on the Switch with yeah. these third party games so then the third parties are gonna be like well why are we gonna support this let Zelda have its time in the sun everyone's gonna have their fun summer is gonna spring and summer and come around they're gonna have all the plenty of other games to plan it out mm-hmm. I think I think That's they're like, not being ignorant and not gonna like have no games coming out I think they're just spacing them out knowing what they have and what they're gonna potentially old school consoles used to do that yeah and they released a console this one game and that's it you got Super Mario Brothers yeah Super Mario World I mean there there is a balance I think because like you see a PlayStation and they have they have their indies mm-hmm. they have their Dark Souls they have their shooters they have their MMOs RPGs blah 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 I think Nintendo will get their stride, but they wanted to really start the game off be like, this is what you can do with the Switch. Like, these are your two or three games that will give you your early impressions. And then from there, we're going to treat you right. We're going to give you... I think, I don't know, uh, with people saying that, I think what they want more is a new console with games they know. Yeah, and right now, I mean, Zelda. If anything, for older like hardcore game, well, they don't have to be hardcore, but just like, you know, there's certain people that don't care for Zelda. Sure, they just care for games in general. Um, you know, I know a lot of uh, the gaming uh, community is is kind of based just on like shooter games, first person shooters, yeah, Call of Duty, stuff like that. You know, um, so I think that's they're going that route there, where they just like they want a game that they know, and right now. As of right now, technically, there isn't really anything other than Zelda. Like, Zelda's a game that, at least personally, I do know. Yeah. I um, think a, a good chunk of... I mean, at least Nintendo fans know. Yeah. But you're right. Like, not every person has played Zelda in their life or is familiar with it. Like, newer generations of, mm-hmm. of And I would have assumed, like, you know, people buying a new console would have been Nintendo fans... Would have been completely fine with only Breath of the Wild coming yeah. out, but I mean, again, hearing the news, you're trying to get new, newer audiences. You, like Nintendo's had the hardcore Nintendo mm-hmm. fans; they need to survive in this console generation, yeah. whatever. They need to bring in new. Mm-hmm. Like, how do they get that? And I think, I mean, again, we'll we'll get to it with Zelda, but I think Zelda addresses some of that. Yeah. Um, and another thing that you got like looking like I was thinking about this on the way to this to to to, to do this episode, and I was like. Let's look at the gaming landscape, like as a whole. You got your you got your PlayStation Fours, your Xboxes, which are the the home entertainment consoles. They're mm-hmm. like the powerhouses. You have your handheld, which is like your phones, mm-hmm. and then for the avid fans, you have your PS Vitas and your 3DSs, which are also pretty common. Not as common as a phone, obviously, but still common. Yeah. And then you have like some of the Nintendo consoles, and then 
your PCs. There's also PCs. I can't forget about that. So you got this. You look at what everyone is doing with their market. So mobile has their market, and and they kind of work with handhelds and consoles. The PS4, Xbox, PC world is its own sort of like these are the powerhouses, home entertainment systems. Nintendo, I think, has been struggling to like not struggling so much, but I think they're they're the most experimental of the group. Yeah, yeah. and I think. The last few generations, they've been trying to fight the fight with the consoles, that, with the Xboxes and PS4s. And they're like, we, in a lot of ways, we're losing this because we can't compete with the third parties in the way we have. So how can we still stay competitive and how can we still stay true to who we are, but not fight these fights that we're losing battles? So I think they kind of pivoted where it's like, we can give you those console experiences yeah. that we offer... But in a in a portable handheld sort of way, so it's like this mesh that wasn't existing of like home consoles and handheld, and they're kind of in, like existing in this fringe mm-hmm. of like we're either in this untapped area or we're kind of pivoting to kind of focus more on this other area while providing this quality experience. I think they are hitting, they are onto something, and I think this is an, an untapped area. I mean, it is a tapped area, but not fully when it comes real to consoles because this is what we're talking about is mobile, like. We do have mobile devices, yeah. phones. We do have mobile gaming devices, you know, like um, the 3DS and the yeah. PS Vita. Um, but this is essentially a mobile home console. Yeah. Like, it's a, it's a very powerful machine oh, yeah. that, that you can take on the go. And one experience is um, when I went uh, to go watch Logan, mm-hmm. uh, I, I texted a friend. I was like, I would much rather be playing Zelda than because <laughs> you know, I was just into, into Zelda. Yeah. Um, and he like texted me back. He's like, dude, when I watched it, I was playing Zelda. I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, I picked up a Switch. I was like, oh, I was, you know, I was so jealous. And here he is at a movie theater playing you know, a, a current game because he picked up the brand new system. Right. And he was able to play it wherever he wants. I believe it has like four hours, I think, or something like that. Three to four. Yeah, I played. I played on my handheld. I know if you're playing a a non very non uh, powerful (laughs) game, it's going to last. I think like six hours. Yeah, 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 very powerful. It kind of goes from three to four hours, something like that. So I mean, that's still a well enough time for playing a a very high quality game like that. Yeah, that's a really good amount of time. I agree, and it's interesting where it's like you look at. I kind of did a little bit of research on like how game console sales have been for the various generations and you look at Nintendo and I, this is also uh, correlated with some podcasters I've listened to mm-hmm. and that's what spurred me to listen to it or read into it was every Nintendo gen- console generation has sold less than the previous one hmm. except for the Wii the Wii was the kind of like the anomaly but everything else has de- sold less than the previous one the NES sold the most the Super NES sold less than the NES so on and so forth so but also taking into account that uh, before the NES, it was like the console gen- war, like generations were dying. Mm-hmm. Like Atari, there was like no more home console stuff. Nintendo like revitalized it. Yeah. So I think like Nintendo's in this weird mix of like we lost, we haven't hit what we did, the magic we did as well as we did early on. And we don't want to give that up either because the people, there's rumblings of like, why doesn't Nintendo go the way of Sega, just go third party and release Mario and Zelda on like, the Xboxes and the PS4, they'd sell like hotcakes, but, but it, it like it, they'd sell well, but I think they believe so much in like that creative freedom Mm -hmm. that they have in those games. I think they want to also exhibit that in their hardware. 
I don't know. I think the exclusivity of having Mario only on Nintendo is what's helped them a lot. Or, like, just and, and their own games on their own system. Because, like, when you bring up Sega, um, like, Sonic, like, I mean, he's lost his touch. Yeah. Like, he used to be, like, old man Sonic. oh, my gosh. Like, but, I, you know, he's an iconic game for me. It's Sonic is an iconic game But for each me. Sonic wasn't, like, a whole new... So, like, Mario, you can look at and be like, it wasn't just one Mario game that was great. It was, like, each one was great in their own way. Right. Sonic, I, I I agree. He was like he was a child. Like he was my first comic. He was my first like one of my favorite games. But I don't think they like went about the game design in with each iteration the same way. But yeah, but like, like imagine if Nintendo like just what a hypothetical world. I don't think they're going to reach this point anytime soon. But <laughs> if they were in a point where they're like all we can put our all of our efforts into just our IP. And just focus on the gameplay and mm-hmm. just trans- getting that out there and not focus on getting hardware out or doing this and that yeah. with that. There is, po- like, I have confidence they'd still do well. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a matter of whether they die out or not. I don't, in my eyes. But I do appreciate that they bring in, the, they're like agents of chaos. Sort of like, they're, they're like the little finger of, of the, co- the controlling of the, of the, the game. console. They're, well, they're just like, they're, they're, they're never. They have the strongest IP. Uh-huh. If Vita sure. did what what the, this for me feels like an answer to the Vita. The Vita had all the third party. Yeah. They didn't have that first party support. Mm-hmm. Nintendo has the first party support. Mm-hmm. They don't have the third party support. And I think that they t- they saw what the Vita tapped into, which was a lot of the indie game potential. And short like they've been. They're so sporadic with this content. They're like. Days before the release, they're like, hey, we got 30 or 60 indie games coming to the Switch. We got Shovel Knight. Yeah, yeah, Shovel Knight's here on launch. So it's like, see your pants, like, what's happening next? I have no idea. But, like, they showed a demo of all these um, indie. indie games, and I'm like, this is what I want. Like, yeah. I will I will, com- I will convince people with Zeldas and Marios, but I will stay with mm. the sh- not just the show wins, but there's like Advance Wars team is making a new Advance Wars that's type cool. game, that's cool. but it's like knights and stuff. I'm like, that's cool. yes, that's... this is perfect. I think it's funny because that helps mobile wise. Like, yeah. These are games that you just want to pick up and play right away. Absolutely, and you can take it anywhere you want. You know, and you have such a powerful machine. And then when you're tired of that, you have the cartridge for your Zelda. You have the cartridge for you know your Mario. Yeah. Uh, what is it going to be called? World or Odyssey? Odyssey. You know you you're going to have these big games on there, but you can also just be like, you know what? I want to play something quick. Yeah. You know, just let's let's do a, a quick level of uh, Shovel Knight. You know, let's, right. let's get let's get that in there. Real and quick. to reiterate what I was saying about the the game landscape, <clears throat> I I people constantly right now are saying, is this going to f- compete with the next PS4 or the next PlayStation or Xbox? I don't think it's trying to. I think it's fighting a different fight where it's like Here's something you will own alongside your PS4 or alongside yeah. your PC, and you'll get just as much out of it. And I'm like, I, 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 when I see it that way, when I put that perspective on, I'm like, this thing's gonna be amazing. I think it might not be great. Like, I mean, the first iteration right now, launch systems tend to always have some bugs in some way or shape or form. I do believe maybe in two, I'm just gonna guess two years. I'm pretty sure they're gonna go like how past Nintendo products have done, where they come up with the like. Switch Pro or the Switch XL, where it's like the battery's a little better. They fix a few issues because your screen. <laughs> well, no, the kick the kickstand is the only thing I got problems with. It, it feels flimsy. I, it's reliable, but like every time I open it, I'm like, it's about to break. Was that gonna break? Did I push it too far? But again, I feel like Nintendo, t- like the DS. You look at the first D- 3DS. It's the clunkiest brick you've ever seen. You look at the 3DS, like the newer one, the XL or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
sleek. Yeah, like, hey, wow. Nice. Yeah. Like, Nintendo's is good at it. And they, impressive. they're impressive for the first one. Imagine what they'll do in a few years where they want to, like... It's going to be a clear screen like that. <laughs> it, like, you hold it, it, like, somehow disappears in the back of your fingers. And you the Joy-Cons eject out of inside of the thing. It's like a transformer. <laughs> it's just your brain. Like, yeah. you just look at it and you think of what you want to do. But, like, to playing this, I see the potential. Like, Zelda, if this is its launch game, like... And again, we're going to touch on this in a few minutes. Like, I'm, I'm wrapping up with my thoughts on this. But you see the potential of gameplay and what they get away with visually and gameplay-wise and, and physics and everything with Zelda. And you're like, is this the ceiling? If this not, if this isn't even the ceiling of the potential of this device, what is the ceiling? If this is the ceiling, then the, it's still good because yeah. that's, that's a great ceiling to have mm-hmm. of, like, this is the capability of this. Everything under that is still good. Either way, I'm like, this is amazing. Pokemon Snap will be like I can see that being on this. I can see a Metroid game either 3D or 2D on this. Since you bring up Pokemon Snap, does it have a camera on the back of it? No, but okay. it has that motion. So like you, you earlier we were talking a bit about like the tablet of the Wii U, like mm-hmm. you can use it to direct like actions in the game. There's act points in this where I'm like zooming in with my binoculars in the game and I'm mo- moving the oh, controller okay. and I'm like I could totally see Pokemon Snap doing this, where it's like, hey, click. imagine that, like Pokemon Go and Snap kind of like combine, do something, I don't know. Um, Pokemon, <clears throat> they're probably going to do Monster Hunter, oh my god. Okay, if they come out with Monster Hunter on a Switch, it's Dubai. It's Dubai. <laughs> I don't know, um, I'd break it, dude. With as much like, there's times where like I'm playing and I put a lot of pressure on my thing just to like keep it in hand. Just replace like, the Joy-Cons. To play. <laughs> So the other cool thing is, so the cart, the game comes with 32 gig storage, and then um, I'm sure they'll iterate in the future ones to have larger versions. But the cartridge, like Zelda, is like half that. Mm-hmm. But they have an SD card that slot where you can put apparently up to two terabytes, which I don't think exists right now in the market. But I think it's future proofing, where it's like. You can have an entire library of games. Mini SD or just SD? Sorry, Mini. Yeah. A Mini SD? Or the, the same one the 3DS uses, the Micro SD. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. The micro and I got one of those. So I got Zelda in the cartridge, and then the rest is... Um, I'm going to just go download, because I'm, I'm all digital, baby. How big was the memory card? Uh, I think I got the 128, but it was like 30, 40 bucks. So I'm like, okay. if I need to, yeah. I'll get Two a new one. Yeah, whatever. That'll be down the road. It's not a big deal. <laughs> but overall... I love. I'm enjoying the console. I think it's a good st- a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. I think Nintendo's going to be fine. They as long as they keep an eye on these issues and they they keep us informed about like they still haven't talked about online connect like how they're going online is going to work. <laughs> Some of these other things, uh, voice chat's going to work. But that aside, I think they're on a on a healthy road. Yeah, and we're about to talk about one of the main reasons why, right? So what like, what is <laughs> It's gonna be Zelda Breath of the Wild. Oh baby! And yeah, I've been. Um, I picked it up what Friday after work. Um, You've been in the cave I've, ever uh, since. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I, I put it in my system. First time it, I came out. It, it says it updates your system, but it was like your system being a Wii, U? a Wii U. I'm playing it on okay. the Wii U. I so it released on Wii U and Switch at the same. And Switch at the same time, yeah. yeah. And then you brought up a thing where you said there were uh, like frame drops in the Switch when uh, it's playing. in when it's in dock. 
Doctor, okay, so you haven't. Well, I, I guess report wise, there hasn't been any issues. I've had frame drops on the Wii U, really? but it's not like ridiculous. Yeah, that's um, the only gripe I have about it. But I mean, the game that's a small gripe. So amazing. Yeah, like it doesn't even matter. Like even when I have frame drops, I don't even care. Like yeah. it's it's gonna last for like a second. I know mm-hmm. it does, and it just goes right. Right, right. It's a nitpick. Yeah, it's, it's not even to the grand scheme. But ways. there is so much to do, and it's just to, just to like. So I've I've picked up the game. Jang as well picked up the game. We all have it. Um, I've played the least probably. He's played the least. He's not even past like it has like a, essentially a tutorial to, area, yeah. <laughs> um, but it doesn't make it seem that way. It's a it's a whole like right. stage, but everything there you pick up things that you will use for the future of the game. Okay, cool. So so it it's making you do all these things because you need all these things. So it's showing you it it gives you a trial. You you figure out how to do it, um, and then it gives you that ability. Um, but so when I was doing it, I found a mountain where this guy, he's like, oh, it's impressive that you walked through this cold area with nothing, you know? So he gives me like a, 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 a clothing item that lets me stay in the cold. Okay. And so when I looked, I saw there was like these two areas like right close to each other that you normally need to go throughout the whole game. They're called shrines. Yeah, yeah. Two oh, of them sure. right close to each other. Okay. So I was like, I made a note, mental note, I need to go to this area. So then I finish the rest of the thing, and then once the guy's like, you're free, like, and I guess he tells me which way to go. Okay. And he, like, he recommends, like, go to this town, you know? And pff, I just skipped through all that, didn't pay attention, went right up to that mountain, <laughs> flew towards the desert area, and I apparently beat the first boss with four hearts. And, I mean, people technically go a different route and beat a different boss, usually having more than four hearts. So that's the thing I, I applaud this game for, is that you two people could have the same amount of time in this game and have completely different experiences. We yeah. have totally different experiences, for sure. <laughs> yeah, you've been totally, streaming a bit of it, huh? Yeah. I actually convinced some guy to buy a Switch. He At watched my stream. Boxes. Watch it? No, don't watch it. Watch <laughs> it, please. <laughs> but I convinced some dude, he was watching my stream, he's like, you know what, I'm going to get a Switch and I'm going to get Zelda. Boom. Just from watching me play. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, So dude. Nintendo, you got yeah, yeah. some royalties. <laughs> Hook him up. But yeah, there's a lot of things like, um, so I went to the desert area. Uh, I found out you can, you can, um, there's uh, essentially sea lions, but they're, well, uh, what are they? They're walruses that are like sea lions and you can essentially mount them and you'll, you'll hop on your shield and you'll, you'll like lasso them. Oh, so it's like and a then you ride them. Type. Yeah. And so that's one way to travel, and that's only in the desert area. Everywhere else, it's it's you just use a horse. Okay. okay. So this was my or first. your or your shield, right? You you can yeah you can shield the uh, surf, which I you know I didn't even figure out until I technically beat every single boss. I mean not every single boss. There's four main bosses you have to fight before it, it, they help you fight Ganon. You can literally fight Ganon without taking any. I've heard speedruns have gone as low as like one to two hours. Yeah, because you, you can just go straight to him. Why would but apparently, that? apparently the level for Ganon is quite long. It's like a giant maze. I oh. haven't seen it myself though. I haven't gotten that. Oh, I haven't gotten there. I got all the bosses, but I'm in I've no been, rush to like finish. Yeah, this like game. so now that I got all the bosses, I just want to because there's been like there's small little storylines you'll find on the edge. It's almost like exactly like people say, like like Skyrim and or it's, Witcher yeah. or Witcher. Yeah, and it's just you'll like I'll fly around and then like I'll land somewhere and some guy has like a red little dot next to his name oh, okay. and you like talk to him and he's like yeah blah 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 and then it tells you the quest storyline like hey you just opened this quest line okay, okay. and you just go do it you know like and it's a fun quest yeah and there's there's different categories you have side quests that just like just they give you maybe money give you items or whatever you have um, shrine quests where you finish this quest and a shrine will pop out of the ground that's oh. been hidden but you have to do this these these kind See, of things. See the thing I love so the shrines for those that don't know it's 
they're like to me they're like levels of the game portal but in the Zelda world yeah. where it's like a little mini dungeon yeah. where you try to figure out the puzzle well, or some the, of them whatever. are like combat trials too though. oh okay yeah well, so well, some of them you have to fight uh, uh, what they call guardians uh, <laughs> I've seen some videos no of good memories <laughs> Uh, he, well, so he's fought, he's trying to fight like higher level guardians with his old level. Like uh, he has like weapons that do like ten damage. It's like hitting him with a feather. <laughs> and I, and like when I started doing things, I, I was the opposite. I was already like super buff from being in these bosses. I had like like, like thirty damage weapons hitting like low level like guardians. <laughs> I'd hit them in one hit, and like I had no issue. And this guy's like. Trying to figure out how to do the dodge mechanics in this game and everything. Just, just taking on, like, that. the Dark Souls route where it's, like, <laughs> pain and suffering. Well, the, I did that the first round. The game the is really action-packed, but, dude, there's so much fun exploring. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Just exploring. And I spent, like, 20 minutes climbing a fucking mountain. And it was fun as hell. You and me, too. <laughs> so, like, right when I started the game, like, I come out of a little cave or whatever, and I'm like, wait, it's telling me that I can climb stuff. I'm like, okay. So I go and climb a wall. I'm like, that's pretty cool. Like, the way it approaches it, I'm like, probably the best climbing in-game experience I've ever had. If there is a list of, like, like but then I'm like, I can climb a tree. I can get to the top of this tree. I can go to the next tree. I can, I can climb anywhere. This is freaking awesome. Um, and so, like, little things like that, like, it gives, like, I agree, like, the exploration is a game in and of itself, let alone the story let alone these mini dungeons that you go yeah. into and find and let alone the side quest there's just so much and I'm like I like I'm still playing Horizon for those that have listened to past episodes <laughs> it gets better so enjoy that but I know that like the I'm about to spend a weekend playing this game Zelda and I'm like I'm fine like I'm just gonna take my time I'm gonna enjoy this because it's beautiful the to, to again to touch on the switch it's got a, uh, so they have a capture button much like ps4 has oh. with like the share for now it's just screenshots okay. but the screenshots are super easy to do and super easy to access um i think later they'll add video features but i've been taking a ton of just like this is beautiful screenshot this is amazing screenshot and i'm like oh my god photo mode like i'm in love uh, just to, uh, I'm going to go into PS4 real quick. Uh, yeah. There's been an update today, I think it came out. Yeah. Uh, which is Thursday, which is what, what's today? The 3-9? Today's the 9th of the March. Ninth. Um, so you can, you can take, like, you can go into, like, um, uh, Last of Us or, um. Oh, right, yeah. Um, uh, any like game. Uncharted, any game. You can screen capture a shot and you can make it your background on your PS4 now. Like your And it, it looks clean. Yeah. It looks, I saw some screenshots. It looks amazing. Yeah, some of the uh, shots I'm, they got from like nice. Last of Us, and Last of Us has great scenery, like great nice. scenery. Yeah, it's fantastic. So I'm excited for that. Update. Yeah, it's cool for those of you. Yeah, you should check out that. I update. haven't touched my PS4, so I gotta, <laughs> I gotta update it. Horizon's gonna have plenty of screenshots too. <laughs> oh yeah. But yeah, going back uh, again, talking on the just to close out with the, the the visuals of this, I love. I'm noticing more and more games. Horizon have this, and I've noticed a few other games are having this more now. HUD customization mm-hmm. is. Something that I never thought I wanted, mm-hmm. but I think it's so cool. It's like, you can go in there, you can take out all the mini-map, the items, hearts, whatever. So you can just have a clear, like, beautiful image. And if you, as long as you're comfortable with your controls, you played it, like, for as many hours as you guys have. Sure. have it's all, like, you, it, it's the, you know it. My, maybe <laughs> minus the hearts, but aside from that, like, it becomes, like, this other experience. And I I really am appreciating the, that, the, the feature that they've added. I think... It adds a level to like 
my experience might differ from yours. Yeah, exactly. And, you can customize it. And I did read an article, I think it was in Kotaku, where the mm-hmm. guy was like, one thing you should do is you should take off the map HUD, which you, you make it from normal HUD mode to a pro mode, and it keeps everything off except for your hearts. All it shows is your hearts. So you can okay. see your life. Everything else, there's nothing on your screen. And I did that in the beginning, but then like starting the game, I would get like, go to this area, go to this area, go to this area. And yeah. I would have to open my map like mark. kind of mark where my direction was and then start running that way because I don't have a map to tell me the right direction. Uh, okay. And I was like, this is not fun. Right it was, so, so yeah, that's the I thing. Had I had they my, enjoyed I had it. Back the, mark, back, meh, the map op- again. Yeah. And then I could, I could, if I'm like pointing in the right direction, it'll show me like on the edge of the map. It'll right. be like, this is where that direct, that, that thing is. So run in that direction. And again, touching on what you're saying with the map, I love how much you can mark and customize that. Oh thing. yeah. So it, it allows you to do up to like eight different colors, which colors. look like Power Ranger colors, but then, but then you can go into them and you can provide like replace them with like icon legends. So if you want to put like monsters at this location, like treasure a monster, chest, record, I can't get treasure I chest. Can't so I, I I saw like eight shrines from a vantage point, and I went and marked them with the the binocular map or whatever. And then I went back and replaced them with like an icon, and then they stayed as whatever icon I picked. I can go in and add, like you kind of like are filling in this map with your own waypoints yeah. and whatever. And just to show like the. The um, the color icons they, they show up as like color pillars right on yeah. your map so they're like beacons of light but you have to show like you have like a special lens like a binocular lens yeah and when you should see through that it'll show you where your beacons at on like phys- visually in like in the um in the landscape right but when you when you when he switches it to like the like um uh, a shrine uh, icon in his map it doesn't show that. Okay. Any longer visually on the landscape, but it shows you on your map. So if you run up, you can just tell like Link is already on this area, and then here it is. Right. Correct. Yeah. So pro con for that one, you get you're limited with the color ones, mm-hmm. but with the other with the other icons that you put, you have more or more options and more you can put. Yeah. But well, you it, lose it's that just, those color pillars are meant to be able to like you can like kind of just look at the landscape with those binoculars, and it'll tell you like you have a pillar here, pillar okay, here, yeah. pillar here. While the other ones are more permanent, like. There's a chest I can't reach. There's like a, a weird event here that I you know I maybe don't have time or I couldn't beat it now because I ran out of a certain weapon that I needed. Okay. So you can put a star. I normally put stars for like it's normally events that I find that okay. I can't beat. But then like if I see like um, uh, a chest that like I you know I saw in the corner of my eye but I don't have time because I'm busy with something else. I'll put a chest down there and I'll run around and then like later on when I look at my map it's like what do I need to do. I have a star here, star here, star here. I have a chest over here. Let's get rid of the chest. You know, so I run okay. over the chest, get the chest. Some of the puzzles, like, they're pretty easy, but damn, some of the puzzles are super challenging. Like, it really, like, I would have to stop, put my controller down and just think about it. Like, okay, wait a sec, I need to have this happen, but this has happened, and it's just like, damn, you really have to think outside the box. Like, there's some puzzles that you really make you think. They put a lot of thought into it, yeah. I was listening to this uh, interview um, a a journalist at Kotaku had with the creators, and they were saying, like, the journalist had played one of those puzzles... And they were like, oh, I got to do a bunch of different things. I've tried to trial and error. But then they were like, wait, I could flip the map and just bypass the whole puzzle and, <laughs> still, exactly. and still go through it. And then they asked the creator, I'm like, do you feel like I missed, like I'm going, like, do you look at that and frown upon it? Or how do you, what are your thoughts? He's like, no, I did the same thing. I love it. <laughs> He's like, it, I love, like our goal or their goal and their intent with this game was to, from a design aspect, be more focused on what you can do and having your experience with it and like 
the the physics alone, like I think they've had they talked about it at a game developer conference in yeah. GDC. They're just talking about we want this game to be about what you can do, mm-hmm. not about what you can't do. Yeah. So if you think it and you you, you figure out a path. Nine to nine out of ten times, you should be able to do it, like make it happen based on like the way we've approached the physics and the, the way right. we've laid the world out. Make I think that's really cool. Like it, does, it seems so different from past Zelda games where yeah. they're like, in order to proceed, you need the hook shot. In order to proceed to here, you need the the weight mm-hmm. boots. In order this, to go here, and you need the. It's like no, you can do what like you did, Vargas. Yeah, where did. it's like I'm at the boss. I skipped like the last <laughs> ten things, but I can go back to it. Yeah. It's like. And Holy you, crap! You usually get you That's get awesome. all your power ups early in yeah, the game, right so off the bat. You get everything you, get, you need. Yeah, you get it really early in the game. So wow. when you get stumped, it's like, damn, I should be able to solve. Yeah, this. yeah it, it like, puts it on you. It's yeah. like you figured figure it out. Like yeah. it's not a matter of like we gave you the tools. And just to talk about that, the, the thing that you saw where you flipped it over, I've gotten to that one too. So essentially, it's um, <laughs> you get to a point where it has a platform that you have to use. Um, well, with the switch, it has the pad is is a whole uh, um, uh, gyroscope. Okay. But then you with this one, you have to use the, the Wii U gamepad. And similar. so it, that it, is how you have to play the game. And, and, use the Wii U gamepad. And the, use pad, the switch. <laughs> he's trolling. You got to use a pro controller. Um, <laughs> so with with that one, there's some there's certain puzzles where it tells you like even though I'm using a pro controller, you have to switch to the Wii U gamepad. So I bust out my Wii U gamepad. The 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 the. The pad itself becomes the platform, that, that maze platform. Oh, and okay, so okay. there's a ball that falls, and you have to, like, move the ball through, like, a maze. To I get see. To the like those, those mazes yeah. you see in stores. The only issue is it's not hard to get around the maze, but then, like, it, the thing is the platform is pretty far away from where you have to get it to. So you kind of have to, like, tilt the controller all the way down. Um, It'll roll really fast, and just last minute you flick it up, and okay, it flicks okay. the ball over that gap and into the thing. Oh, that's tough. The thing is it doesn't give you enough room to like get a good flick on the ball or like get the ball rolling really fast. Right, right. So I was like, I can't do this. And like, I don't know what I did. Like I, I kind of like put my controller down to pet my cat. Cause I was like stumped and I just wanted to take a break <laughs> and I put it upside down. And then I looked and the, my, the whole platform was upside down. It was completely flat. I was like, I could just, and when the ball falls, it like, it, it, it spews out of a pipe back onto the, the bottom, but because it's upside down, it's on the back of it. You now have a clear, like, so I, yeah, I just, I had enough room because yeah. it's, there's nothing blocking me. So I just went all the way down did it. And I did it that way. And that's, I think that's exactly what he did. But what's funny is, I think Nintendo or the creators of Zelda intended it for this specific level because there's other levels. I can do the exact same thing. I flip it over, the whole bottom is spikes. I can't cheat it that way. I just... Well, there might be a different way that we like. Exactly. I'm, I'm so, really curious in the long term of this game what secrets people are going to find or what different methods people are going to find to do things like a beat the bosses, b find some secret stone that like if you do something to yeah something could happen. Like people know like. Use, utilizing the eight different physics things like lighting a bear on fire and ramming it towards this <laughs> and then this series of, of events occurs then you unlock like there's so much potential and I'm like I there's A already really cool things happening B could even cooler things come up who knows like I'm really excited um, and you got the master sword yeah. <laughs> that's an achievement so, the, so talking about the, the sword it kind of makes me think of from what I'm seeing thus far, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm sure it goes even to a much greater scale with what you, you were saying, like with a specific set of armor you had, the game doesn't focus on a item that you need for every situation. It seems like you get those off the bat, like you said, and then the weapons and armor are much more 
less like passive games where it's like you have like 20 different swords like you can have a variety of different weapons well you start with i think being able to hold five weapons well uh, the amount two bows but they're different right and then yeah there's a guy you can talk to you have to collect these certain items uh and then you can talk to him and he'll like slowly increase your inventory but then the different Um, things you can wear are you can have different styles yeah yeah so um, there's there's armor and clothing like there's clothing that you can wear so that you're not cold and like so let's say like if I'm running out in the you know the day and in, in a bright sun you're just gonna be standard you know nice day. Right. Um, if I start going up a mountain it starts getting colder and colder and colder. Okay. Even if there's no snow sometimes it's too cold in the mountain where like um, you know Zelda or a uh, Link, Link will be uh, will be shivering. Okay. You know and you and when he's shivering it's telling you like he's too cold and he will take damage slowly over time. Right. And then when you go. Into, into like a really hot area you change the tire it'll go back you know go the other way where like it's the same thing like he'll be exhausted all the time because it's too hot and he'll be taking damage I see and you can change a tire to where um, there's like w- what they call sets so if you wear a certain amount of the same attire or like a, the tire that gives you the same amount of this and it'll give you a, a, a larger boost okay towards that so, I've seen a few other ones where it's like if you wear a certain cl- gear it grants you more stamina or something towards climbing so then mm-hmm. if you have an area where you need to like do a lot of climbing or particularly challenging climbing, you can wear a certain attire. So I feel like it's like you can customize your attire to best suit the yeah. situation so, that confronts you. And one of This the cool, is really cool. I, like, I think they've done it to a small degree in past Zelda games where it's like, oh, wear the blue tunic yeah. if this, wear the blah, blah, blah if this, or the mask and the Majora's mask. But I think this one kind of takes it to another level where it's like... And one thing I like that they did was uh, specifically in the, in the volcano area... It is way too hot. It was like burning hot. Like you walk, and all of a sudden it tells you in the corner like the hot, the air is so hot you might just catch fire. And literally you just like you start burning, and you're like running around, just your heart's like falling down like yeah. crazy. Wow. Um, but the armor set for that specific area, you only need two to mitigate anything like that. Okay. And so I'm so able they, to wear. Okay. You can kind um, of mix and match. I can mix and match with that suit. I can wear the two pieces. Uh, and then for the helmet, or I, I found oh, uh, the the one that helped me climb faster. It's it's a climbing hat, climber's okay. hat, or important. climber's bandana. It's very important. <laughs> it's, it's it's a subtle change, but it helps a lot. Like you get a lot more coverage with the same amount of stamina as opposed to not having the hat on. And that's the other thing that we we're kind of addressing is that the game. I don't think past Zelda's have had this as or if at all. Is stamina is now a factor? Mm-hmm. So past games, you could just run to your day, your heart's content, or roll to your heart's content, whatever. But like now you have a, a stamina gauge much like Dark Souls or Neo or mm-hmm. some other games like Monster yeah. Hunter even where if you run for a certain amount of time or if you um, swim. swim or if you climb, if you go past a certain point, you're too exhausted and you collapse or you stop. Yeah, and, you'll stop. And you can adjust that based on your stats or your armor mm-hmm. and stuff. So that like it like hearing that before the game came out i was like i don't know if this is going to work like that's going to become an issue same with the cooking that we could talk about a little bit but it hasn't been uh it, they did it just enough i yeah. feel like to make it an important aspect of the game to consider but not enough to become an irritation yeah like when it, when you start out um it hinders you from reaching certain areas, but it's on purpose. Like, it's like, you're not supposed to reach this area yet. Or you shouldn't even be attempting this yet. Yeah. You know, like, keep playing the game. And then, uh, with the shrines, with the shrines, the way it works is you get, essentially, a spirit stone. And the way I for, consider For completing it, a shrine? For completing a shrine. Okay. And you need four spirit stones to either get a heart container or to get a stamina container. Oh, okay. But, and the way I see those spirit stones are like heart pieces. 
Because yeah. you need four, yeah, which would make yeah. a whole heart piece. Mm-hmm. To, but to, instead of just diverting it to hearts, it. you now have the choice of going all heart all and re- increasing your, your health yeah, or, or, or putting it towards stamina. And then stamina won't even become an issue. Right. Um, but it's important to know you can respec. I think at a certain yes, point in the yeah. game... The, and then, There's like a statue yeah. you can talk to, but the problem is the more you do it, the more costly it is. Right, it comes at a cost. He starts charging you. Like he says, like the first time he does it, it's 100 rupees. Second time is 120, you know, and then so forth and okay. so forth. It, you know, adds on 20 rupees. But it's not time. like you can't do it past one time. Like, exactly. You, you can go back to it, but yeah. at a cost. So like if you, decide, if you got like... Um, uh, you know, one heart and and then no stamina, and like you're reaching a point where like you you can barely make it, but you just need to tap it more stamina. You can get to the statue. You can switch it out as opposed to doing finding four more shrines to right. do it. And some of the things I've read about that is that people have spec themselves to be all stamina, mm-hmm. and it's allowed. Like yeah, they take the hit with like how much health they have, but now they can like reach vantage points that they've they didn't they couldn't before, and yeah. it's like you're not only exploring this world horizontally but you're exploring it vertically as well it like they feel like it's a game changer um and i i just think that like again this hits on the what can you do versus not thinking like what yeah. can you do i'm like that i i think is so fa- like so much of a foundation of this game mm-hmm. and it's so well realized that it's like Yes, this is exciting. Like, I'm excited talking about it. I want to, like, just go home right now and bust out my Switch. <laughs> I think they did a, a fantastic job. So, again, like I was saying, like, I, I flew to the desert. I started exploring the desert area. But I found out that I was t- – I'm not like, – like, it's not technically a harder zone, but I was getting one shot. But I, I'm pretty sure I, anywhere I would have gotten, gotten shot, one shot with just having four hearts. Mm-hmm. I got – you know, I, I managed to do – all those shrines, you get spirit stones, and then you can trade that in for a heart. So I got a heart immediately off the yeah. bat. So that's four of them. And then, yeah, in the desert, and then, like, I would, um, you know, they would talk about how hot it is or whatever. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I started traversing the desert, <laughs> trying to get to one of the towns that they were telling me there's a town over here that doesn't allow any men. It's only women. Oh. Um, it's a certain, it's a Gerudo, I believe it's pronounced, town. Um and so I'm running like I'm nearly dying. I'm eating food like along the way to like mitigate the damage from the heat coming my way. Some, and I, some nice recipes. Yeah. <laughs> and I found the and I found the um, the town. And so I like walk in. All of a sudden, like I get pulled out from a guard and thrown out. Oh, and good. like and then like it kind of fades to black, fades back, and I have like a weapon in my face. And she's like, "No, um, for, they have a, a name for okay. men essentially." Right. And they're like, "No men in this town." And you're like, uh, okay. And then so you have to figure out a way to, to sneak in. Okay. Um, and w- w- so you're talking about food and, and cooking. I didn't I didn't figure out how to cook for the longest time. I didn't know. Like, <laughs> and so, you got so far without it. And, in the like... beginning, I, I did because you would I would apples. you would find food in apples. Yeah, you can sca- scavenge. Uh, my main source was peppers. That I think because you find a ton of peppers. Like every plant pe- pepper plant you find has like four, three to four peppers. Oh, because so you got a good quantity. Yeah, good quantity. Um, but. So when I first started the game, you start, you like get out of a cave, you walk down, and you find like this this old man with a fireplace. And I had an apple, and I like I was like they were talking about you know cooking, so I dropped an apple on there, and it kind of just started smoking. I'm like, cool, it's done. Picked it up, it was still an apple. I was like, I don't know how to cook, so I never tried anything ever again. <laughs> You're supposed to leave it there until it like it browns. Yeah. It'll just it'll tell you. Like yeah, it kind of like it'll like sparkle you, and turn into a different. But if you cook it too much, it disappears. Oh, it is like monster. It's even more like monster. You're burning the crap out of it. And for me, I'm getting the sense that like it takes like it takes Zelda and it does new things with it. But it also I feel like takes a lot of like Western or not just Western, just other game influences like the Dark Souls games, which 
if you kind of look at it, the Dark Souls took what Zelda was and kind of iterated on that in a direction they thought was cool and mm-hmm. fun and different. Mm-hmm. And now Zelda is coming back and kind of taking things from Dark Souls and similar games and bringing it into its own game again. So it's like full circle a little bit. But like, <laughs> I look at Monster Hunter and I'm like, that would be... Or going, sorry, I'm going in a different direction. But yeah, like, games it. that have influenced this, I feel like, yeah, Dark Souls, The Witcher, with like, just a, having shown what a well-realized open world it can be. Mm-hmm. And The Witcher 3 is a good note for like, what the possibilities are. This game is definitely, I think, going to be like, for years to come, going to be like, that's what you can do with open world. You can make not just the characters and possibilities and the everything yeah. but the world as well like how can i experiment with the lightning that hits my metal weapons like i need to switch gears and how do i yeah. use that to my advantage and i read an article yeah about some guys talking he was talking about open world games and how it relies on loot you got to grind level up yeah but in this game zelda he came across a camp of enemies he said Usually when you beat enemies, you get a treasure chest, but that treasure chest doesn't give you anything good. Mm-hmm. So, And your weapons have a durability, so he's going to go into this fight losing more, even if he won the fight. Mm-hmm. So he still decided to fight because of the experience. Yeah, it's just fun. Joy like, it's fun. Yeah. And that's what's... When I read that article, I was like, that's me, dude. Because like, I know going into a fight, I'm going to lose a weapon... <laughs> I'm going to lose some hearts, maybe. Or I'm going to die. (laughs) For a stupid item. And you know what? I'm still going to fight. Because it's fun. Yeah, you you challenge yourself. It's like you're creating these... It's true, yeah. Because in most games, um, the reason I'm fighting is to gain experience. It's to gain, you know, like... uh, Weapon. Weapon. Level up. Level up up or just gain experience. Um, and, and in this game, it's you literally could just like I see that group of monsters like that's not worth it, and I could just leave. Like I, I don't lose anything, you know. Yeah. Like I saw the weapons I have, I could have broken that weapon and found a worse weapon or maybe a better weapon. But in, in, in the end, like I'll find, I'll keep finding weapons because when you kill certain monsters, um, any monster that has a weapon, it'll drop that weapon. Okay. And so you're always constantly having new weapons. I don't think there should be an issue for you worrying about weapons. You could, like, if you have a really strong weapon, maybe you can hold on to it, and when you get it to a really strong box, you use it then, I've you know? S- I've seen some funny videos, what, what you were saying, um, where it's like, you come up with these encampments, and what they'll do is they'll disarm the goblins yeah. or whoever, and then they drop, like, a leaf, or, like, a skeleton <laughs> arm, and the AI is so good that they're like, if I'm unarmed, an unarmed enemy, and they see you and coming in, they go for the nearest weapon that's laying around. So, if they, get so they, pick up, they pick up these weapons, and they're like... Not doing anything. They just shoot wind at you. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't hurt you at all. <laughs> it's so funny. I'm like, that's a creative like way to go about it. Yeah. Fun. The AI is smart. I drop yeah. the bomb, they'll kick it. At you. <laughs> <laughs> These guys. And then clever um, girl. What else? Uh, I know Jay was fighting. Uh, I was watching him stream. And he uh, was fighting an ogre at the last bosses. <laughs> at the last bosses, watch. Um, he was sure fighting an ogre, well. and I, I've come across these ogres too. But I, I guess I've. He's never covered his eye up before. Uh, you know, I'll shoot him in the eye, but he's oh, never, okay. he's never, um, the and ogre. so, yeah, and, and then Jane was fighting the ogre, and he, I don't know if it's, he does take some time, I think it's because he's using the motion control from the, the Wii U, so it takes some time. That's the only way to play? Right. <laughs> uh, I, I think that's why he's taking longer to aim at the eye, so he takes long enough to where the ogre will, like, put his eye, his hand over his eye, and block, uh, completely can't see block me. his eye. Yeah, he's the John Cena of the so, Zolo. 
And <laughs> when you shoot his eye, he'll become like incapacitated and fall to the ground, and then you can hit him like a couple times without okay. worrying about getting hit. Right. But when he blocks his eye, he doesn't do that. And then I've never, I've always been away from trees with them. Okay. But apparently, they can just grab a tree and then what? just start throwing trees at you. I didn't Holy even know shit. that. So yeah, again, playing completely different. Like, and you could just run away from. You don't have to stay in that yeah, encounter. You, you could run away. Them. Like that's the other cool thing. It's like. Some of these encounters, you'd be like, I'm going to live, I'm going to mark this spot, I'm coming back to your house, <laughs> but yeah, I can just come back whenever. Yeah, and these That's giant cool. ogres have necklaces with weapons, and oh. you could sneak up on him and steal a weapon before he gets up and starts attacking you, <laughs> and use cool. that weapon on him. There's times where like, he'll sit on the ground, or like when he falls down with like the or, you know pain in his eye, he like the weapons will dangle, and when he sits down, you're, it's high, it's the weapons are low enough for you to reach. Yeah. And so you can just steal all the weapon and then run away. Because that's the main thing is, is those guys have like, you know, okay weapons or yeah. higher than above average. Yeah. Above average weapons. Superior. And it's superior weapons. And yeah, and it's it's just so fun. And and I just, I always kill them because it's like, I yeah. don't want you here. You know, yeah. just <laughs> taking you out. You out. But there is, there is an enemy that I hate fighting. I just, I will always run away. I've tried killing him once. I did kill him once, but I died like three times. And, and the attempt of trying to kill him. It is that, I believe they're called the Yiga Clan, which is, he is a mini boss. Um, and then since I've killed him, oh, I, I find, you, I'll find like, um, uh, I'll find like his followers saying like, hey, you should join the Yiga Clan. And you're like, it gives you options. And I, I kind of always go like, what's the Yiga Clan? And then they'll be like, what? He's like, I'm avenge my master. And like, he'll like pop out into like a, a an, an enemy. Yeah. Most of them are like uh, bow guys. Okay. But there's a, a giant guy that has a sword, a cleave, that he'll, like, do a, a slash and wind comes out. Oh. But he is so powerful. Even though I have, like, 17 hearts, he will still hit me in one hit. He will still kill me in one hit. And it's... Gotta use those monster wow. skills. The thing is, like, so he does... He'll come out with different attacks. Like, if you're, like, mid-range, he'll do an easy, easily dodgeable, like, swipe down where a wind comes out of it. You know? But if you're too far, he will slam the ground... And um, like like a miniature volcano starts like flying towards oh. you, and then it'll erupt once it reaches you. So I'm like running away until it until it ends. And if I get too close to him, he'll cancel it, but he'll do kind of like a half circle swing, and it always hits me. And it's a one hit kill. So it's like I have to outrun this thing because if I get too close to him, he'll just do the swing and kill me. Do and Rajan, just, bro. I mean, I'm sure there's a way around <laughs> it, but it's just like every time I see him, Monster. like the fear hits me, and yeah. I'm just like. I, I forget how to sure. play, and it's like, sure. I don't want to... Have you oh fought him with the Master Sword? <clears throat> uh, I haven't fought him with the Master Sword. That's but pretty cool. He's hard. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is definitely a game I want to play, but I don't want to finish. Like, I'm like, I could play this for the rest of the year. I'm fine. <clears throat> and the crazy thing, like, I am pretty sure I've heard a little bit about... I don't know. I, need, I might need to look back at the details, if there are any. <laughs> but they're saying that there's going to be DLC. Yes. And I'm like, What? There's already this much cool content like that is pretty cool. And I'm not even mad with the DLC. It's there's so much. I would gladly pay for that shit. Even yeah, I don't feel like I got a half-ass game. Yeah, yeah. I got a full game, and now they're just giving more content. And then some. Yeah, and Nintendo. I mean, in my experience, they haven't done DLC too often, but when they have, it's been solid. Yeah. The Mario Kart extra stuff. I was like, this is good. Mm -hmm. Smash Bros. Same thing. Definitely. I feel optimistic about what they're gonna whatever they're packing. Maybe more shrines. Maybe. I mean, who knows? I think. It does state already what it is. Oh, it does. Okay, them, I have to check. One of them is a, a, a shrine challenge. Awesome. Hard mode. 
Hard mode is another one. Yeah. So I gotta play it through the golf. Oh, fantastic. Movie plus. So yeah, I got this game for a good year. Oh, the game too. is already, I think, hard when yeah. you. Because some, some monsters just, I don't understand. Some monsters will hit you and I lose a heart. Some monsters will hit me, I lose five hearts. It's I, like, spent, I don't understand this. I spent an hour and a half trying to beat this mini boss. <laughs> wow. So what's cool too but it is. It feels good when you beat it, right? Yeah. What's cool too <laughs> is, is the difference of how he fought this guy. I watched him on stream fight him. At the last and, bosses. <laughs> and he. He constantly so there's a way for you to dodge where okay. you can counter and it's called like flurry attack and you'll counter and you hit like depending on your weapon if it's one of the big weapons it's two hits okay. he was using a sword so he got he was able to get sword five shield. hits in there before it would cancel the fury attack and then the guy would do for the same attack and he'd just do the same dodge again right back into those attacks the way I did it was I had my a suit that allows me to be sneaky so I was fighting him near a rock. And I would hit him into the point where, like, he kind of, like, had to run away. And I would hide behind the rock. And he would run around until he couldn't find me. And he'd, like, go back into, like, scout mode. And you can tell by, because there's, like, a question mark goes over his head. Okay. Like, what? What? Yeah, it's very Metal Gear Solid, then, that, yeah, where it's, like, I'll, you're sneaking. I'll sneak up around him again. I'll ride him. And I'll hit him while I'm riding him on his oh. back. And then he'll, Mounted. like, throw me off. He'll run forward. I'll go hide again. <laughs> and he'll keep trying to find me. And I kept doing that over and over and over. Um, but there's... The thing is, I was fighting him when it's raining. And he shoots out electric electricity oh. arrows oh my gosh like because it's raining yeah it, it, wherever it hits it just explodes into a like a, a like a an orb of, like, of electricity like a splash damage yeah and the thing is like he has like his um his tracking is unbelievably fast so oh. like i'm running 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 and like it's so just, he'll you know, actually now that i notice it a lot of people will lead their shots there's guys there's these uh octopuses that shoot out rocks uh. at you the, and I'm running fast, and I, I look up, and I see him shoot it in front of me. And if I kept running, it would have hit me. But because I paid attention, yeah. I just I kind of stopped, and it falls in front. I'm like, these jerks! Like, oh my gosh! Yeah. It was I thought it was so insane that they'll like that they track yeah. like that, where they'll shoot in front so that you'll run into the rock. I was like, wow, that's impressive. Uh, that's, that's impressive. That's pretty good. <clears throat> but yeah, that boss we fought him completely different. I thought that's that was awesome. Really cool. Like again, I, because what it, to me what it adds is. What I love about a show uh, or like a game is when you can go, when you can do these things where it's like have your own experiences and then share them with each other. Like mm-hmm. I can come to you guys and be like, how'd you, like how'd that fight go for you? And you're like, you're doing right now. You're telling us uh, that you went about it this way. Yeah. And then Jang was streaming it at the last bosses and he was doing it completely different way. And you were like, what? And then you can swap stories and be like, oh, maybe next time, I wonder if I could try what he said, maybe on this other boss. And then you come up with a new idea. Yeah. And it's like, it gets the possibilities going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This game is amazing. It is. Uh, I love it. Go play it. If you if you don't Bye. have it, if you have it, <laughs> stop switch. what you're doing right now. If you don't have a Switch, if you have a Wii U, buy it for it's, the Wii U. You, it, there's no difference. What, graphic-wise, I, I don't think it's a huge difference. I don't it's think graphic-wise, I think... Maybe portability. Yeah, I think the accessibility, like knowing that I can play this when I'm like, let's say my girlfriend's watching TV, but I want to play. I don't have to worry about it because I just take my switch and be like, I'm gonna play on the couch or in the bedroom. <laughs> I can go out like your your friend did to see Logan, and I just like waiting in line playing this. I can be on a plane and play like that. To me, like <laughs> if people were on the fence about a switch, I feel like Zelda 
is more than enough reason to put you over and that fence. The price point of the console is amazing. Yeah, it's more is... the, the finding one that I think is the challenge and more than anything with Nintendo, but it, that's Nintendo. Nintendo. <laughs> but um, to me, that yeah, I highly recommend this game. However you need, you need to play it, like if, if, if price is a concern, Wii U shouldn't hinder you, as based on you guys' yeah. opinion, shouldn't hinder it. If you're looking for like, if you didn't have a Wii U and you're looking for a reason to get the Switch, perfect reason to get the Switch. Um, handheld play, handheld mode is fantastic. That's my preferred method. But I'm, I just got the Pro Controller, and I I really am I'm pretty excited to play because the Pro Controller feels good, and I'm like I could definitely see myself putting a lot of hours in the Switch. So. And on the Wii, you got to play with the tablet. Tablet for sure. Don't play with the Pro Controller, especially when you're when you're streaming at the last process. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing a lot of shameless plugs here, so a uh, single shameless plug. Single shameless plug. <laughs> yeah. So cool. Um, yeah, that's a good, I think, wrapping up point. Um, thanks again for joining us, everyone. This has been the Weekly DLC. Um, you can follow me at, at Kujo Prime. You can follow me at The Fulio. I'm in the sunken place at The Last Bosses. At The Last Bosses. Um, and then, yeah, we're getting our social media pages for the, the Weekly DLC up, so you'll probably see us posting more through that, through Facebook, through Instagram, through Twitter. So check out for that. Uh, you can listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and uh, a number of, like, I think anything else you can think of, except for Google Play. I still got to get that set up, so keep staying tuned. We'll have that set up. And, yeah, so that's a wrap. See you guys next time.